Alright, uh, hello everybody, and welcome to Frostside Chat, our weekly live stream post-session discussion. We talk about what just happened during D&D. This is the chat for session 72, so if you've not seen that 72. yet, please go do that because there will be spoilers. I am your DM, Eric, and joining me we have Val Robbins, player Chris. Hello! Edmonds, player Raymond. Hello. And hey, you got your webcam back. <laughs> had to restart my computer. Apparently. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's usually what it is. I yeah. probably, yeah, I probably should have let you do that. It's, a, it's, it was funny when you and uh, phrase player Heather. You are here. Good. Yeah. Um, I probably should have let you do. I was, it was just annoying me in the beginning of the session because the cameras get fucked up whenever people come and go. So that was a good way to destroy me. Uh, so I definitely didn't know what was going to happen in this fight. I had set up uh, some crazy shit, and then I certainly didn't know the fight would take as long as it did. Although, you can almost assume at this level, with anything that's not just a bunch of scrubs, it's yeah. going to be a match. But you also, we start the fight with a debilitating spell. Yes. Which makes the fight last literally twice as long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we did any damage for the first hour of the session. <laughs> I think we did that, zero damage. Yeah, I think you'd have to go back and, and check the stats on that, but I... You might be true. That, that may be true. <laughs> We're just dealing with all the shit that's happening to us. Yeah, at one point when the fear happened and everybody scattered and... Yeah, nobody had taken... The Wraith hadn't taken any damage for a while. Almost until, like, Thimbleweed came back, I feel like. Yes, yeah, yeah. When Thimbleweed and Celeste came back into the... Well, I guess Celeste did attack the, the vampire, uh, the null vampire. Yeah, so what do you think about me introducing on? yet another threat? In a, a third <laughs> A bold choice. It was a bold choice, but it made sense. You would have been describing that vampire, like, attacking people off to the yeah. side the whole time. So that made a lot of sense. At the time, it was like... I did find it very funny that we were just straight up ignoring that that right yeah that it was, was funny. just like yeah okay, okay you're doing you're doing your right things we got bigger problems interestingly the wraith is not as scary i mean it's it's big it's got a lot of hit points and that draining presence is a thing although hilariously you guys were making the saves left and right but it just sure. has the one attack and it's a big attack yeah. and it, it can do some damage but yeah i i was like all right hopefully this isn't gonna be too devastating because it's the phrase uh, actually the one that can do like multi-attacks and all the crazy shit the wraith actually the race is just a pain in the ass. It's like a moving, like, constant damage thing around it. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, I wanted to do the... the van and, and, yeah, the vampire's MO was it comes in and ambushes you guys when you're separated. So, like, I didn't know how I was going to use him in this fight. And like, got set up perfectly for yes. it because Thimbleweed is the person that's getting attacked earlier. I will say, I don't mean to keep having the vampire attack specifically Thimbleweed, like, all three or four times. But it just happens to be that he's the one that's always alone <laughs> and, like, by himself because he's scouting the area. So he just ends yeah. up getting... And he just happened to run off in this one direction. I was like, well, this makes the perfect sense for the vampire to plunge on it. Yep. And it was never the case for it to, like, stick around and fight. It's definitely, like, an ambush predator. And once, especially once Celeste yeah. came in and started hitting with the, like, radiant I was actually kind of surprised when you were describing her, when I was describing, like, like Celeste was attacking it and uh, all that. I was like, I was actually kind of surprised immediately. Like, oh, he's still, he's, he's going to stick around. Okay. I thought he was going to, like, disappear yeah. immediately. But then you, next next opportunity you got, he, he just It was pretty tricky. And, and I knew uh, legendary actions with everything else was going on. I was like, this is going to be way too much overload for me to deal with. So the plan was never to have him stick around that long. I think I did actually have him stick around maybe two rounds total just because it felt right to do at that moment. But, yeah, the plan was never for him uh, to be around very long to shake things up a bit. But ended up taking a good chunk out of fucking Thimbleweed. 
But still, nobody went down in this fight. Nobody went down. You got real fucking close. I get, well, the fight's not over, I should say. (laughs) That's true. It was just very funny that, like, the first third of the fight was people, like, it was just us dealing with the the debilitation. It was like the the people running away out of fear. You mentioned you want to talk about the fear spell, so let's talk about it. There are spells, and this is this is also on, honestly this is, this is a, a larger conversation about PvP in general, but I think there are spells that are designed specifically for players to use against NPCs, but are not designed to be used against players, because when you start getting into the minutia of how they work, it gets real finicky, and I think that, that fear is one of them. And I think we ran into that wall real hard tonight. We're I don't like, disagree like, okay, that. Okay, how does this work with players who have bonus actions and maybe they can? Maybe, yeah, do they that have, gets still weird. Have their faculties? Do they, do they, are they I, still aware I, enough? I, I don't yeah. disagree that some spells should not be used against players. I will disagree that fear, which is no, a very I, classic spell, should not be used against players. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm just saying it's designed as a player versus NPC spell first. It's used against players, sort of like a secondary yeah. thought. You know, like but it, that's also a classic move to like do that it as is. a cone against players, I think. Though, uh, t- to make your point, I think the ones that the DM should be very wary about using, counterspell and dispel, mm-hmm. just to like straight up say no. no like, I think yeah, that's pretty yeah. shitty for the DM to use. Although it yeah. should be what's good for the goose should be good for the gander in terms of like, yeah. hey, if you're doing that to me, I should do it to you. But I do think it's <laughs> shitty for the DM to counterspell. Uh, player in the same way it can be kind of should use like legendary resistance although that's a, a boss mechanic i guess my point isn't even necessarily the shittiness it's just the the fit the, the, the when it gets to like finicky engagement with the with the mechanics yeah it's like oh now we gotta like interpret what action means does it mean that's true like like, like we were we spent like like 10 minutes like look it up like trying okay, to figure out all the yeah can use a bonus action to dash so she could technically. That do was a this. weird. I that that surprised me. I was like, oh, and that kind of stuff just doesn't really. I, I just don't really enjoy when you get into the yeah. weeds of the like. It's like you're like, trying to find loopholes in the contract. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, wait, I can because I can do this as a bonus action. It's not a my action. I was like, well, but I think the intention of the rules was that you have to use your action. Yes, to, right. So it gets really weird. Rules as written versus rules as intended. Yeah. I guess we just that, haven't. That's that's my yeah, that's my beef with the with the fear spell on players. Yeah. But it ended. We ended up. You you DM'd it just fine. Like you just made rulings as we went. Like uh, you know. Yeah. You can't see it right now, so let's just uh, just just roll. I probably should have been more or... firm about making more rulings often because this one it really slowed us down in terms of all the rules we had to look up and like looking stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> I probably should have adjudicated just more often and more firmly because it was I think it worked out all right. every other turn it was like alright we gotta dig into the mechanics of how this yeah. works <laughs> yeah. how does this mechanic interact with this other mechanic yeah that one where you were like feared and cursed I was like alright you're just both of them are happening yeah, you you're cursed first and then, just, yeah, like we just have like, to alright DM you just gotta pick one yeah, I literally have, to, have two <laughs> we just have to figure this out yep the other thing I'll say, I'd be interested to see how frustrated you would have been. Well, I never had the chance, actually. Take that, take that back. But this is a gripe I have with PvP, especially at higher levels. I might was, like, literally, first thing I was going to do the entire fucking fight. Yeah. Like, I was immediately like, okay, one, we got two big threats. I got to shut one of them down. But, and, and thankfully Heather didn't make me make this choice, but I was, like, mechanic, like, like from a tactics perspective, the right call is to 
unconscious the fray to go yeah. and focus on the wraith yeah. but i was going like but that would suck so bad for heather yeah because she, she would literally have nothing to do the entire fight it would yeah. just be like oh right you're unconscious that's it like uh, I, I think we're we're stumbling on the fact of why pvp kind of falls apart especially at the higher level when people have spells that can literally just shut somebody shut else down yeah yeah and in, in a lot of spells you get to save at the end of your turn which is good, yes. and, and 5e kind of, maybe early editions introduced that, but older editions didn't have that. It was like, you have your one save and you fuck that up, like, you're done. Like, that affects you the whole duration. And I think yeah. 5e specifically has a lot of effects where it's like, hey, you get to repeat the save at the end of each turn as kind of a mitigating factor for that. But in that case, that specific, and it is a six-level spell, Yeah. but in that case, I think what I'm reading is you straight up fall unconscious until you take damage or another creature uses action to shake you awake. Yep. Like that. So if you can shut That's like it. a single person out. Now, what yeah. could have happened is the Wraith maybe could have moved closer and triggered the damage. And, and, and like, that, might have, damage? that yeah, might have happened. Sure. And I might have done that as a like, okay, Just, I feel uh, bad because she's unconscious the whole time. Yeah. But from a tactical standpoint, you're right. That would have been the right call to try to knock her out. She, I mean, between the two of them, no offense to your Wraith, Fredigo was way scarier. <laughs> yes, for sure. Not only because of her abilities, but because Heather's playing her and Heather is playing her very well. Yes. And that's why I never had to make this decision because... Fucking Heather. <laughs> Pulling after me like a thunderstorm over there. Shutting me down like nobody's business. Yeah, because she does. I have to fight eating my own arm. What's What's funny about that, I'll let you talk about that, Heather, but what's funny is, you know, for me as a DM, yes, I try to play my monsters, if they're smart, smartly, but a lot of them don't know what your players can do. I, I really do try not to metagame things. So, like, they won't know, like, yeah. oh, I need to sh I need to attack this green elf in the back because he's got paralyzing, you know, psychic spells that he can hit me with, you know? like And in the case of Valin, like, she doesn't know, like, what you're resistant or, you know, she's never fucking seen this before, so she's going to start throwing spells at you until something sticks. But in your case, you do know what everybody is and what they're capable of. So you are like the scariest DM player right now because you can basically use your tactics to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And it's it's something that we haven't really talked about as a group, but like she, as the fray to go, has fought the group a number of times. That's true. Yeah, yeah. not the first time. And yeah. it's one of those that fray to go's whiz and int is higher than Frey's. So she's a little bit smarter than Frey. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so more she pays minded. attention and she's more tactically minded. She knows Valravin is a spellcaster. He is the one who can jack stuff up. She knows that Edmund has the stupid little balls because she remembers getting stuck in one before. Um, right. So it's it's one of those like she can be more tactically minded. And as she sees everyone spreading out, she can see that it's easier to pick yeah. you off one at a time. Fucking teleport! And nobody's more yeah. intimately aware of what everybody can do than what you. <laughs> like I said, most of my enemies, they don't know. You know, they haven't. They're not traveling with the party or anything, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and having just an amazing repertoire of abilities. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I mean, yeah, I was talking to Eric about this earlier, like. Frey knows what happens when she becomes the Frey to go. Like, there's no, like, blackout period and it's two separate minds type of a thing. It's a very similar she, she feels it, yeah. mind. Yeah, she, she knows what happens. She knows everything that attacked. She remembers who potentially took her out of the Frey to go system. And <laughs> <laughs> she just remembers. files it all away for later. That's right. Yeah. Um, but it's, right, it's one of those, like, elves, as... Elves do taste the best. Yeah. 
it's one of those as as the character it's not something that she would talk about because right. it's also part of the wildness of the Frey to go comes from Frey and her wildling type of a nature yeah, for sure. I will say I probably should have added a writer on there for Ravenous Hunger that was like, "Hey, if you make the save, you're immune to this for 24 hours or something," just to you, prevent I the mean, same person you didn't getting. Have to, but I was just. Complaining. I did feel you for that. <laughs> it does have a recharge, so it. it yeah, you know, yeah, in theory, she, she wouldn't be able to do it too often. But because this was such a long combat, uh, the odds of her yeah. being able to recharge it are pretty good, and she's smart enough to know to fucking shut you down before she, you shut her down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I can see why uh, looking at the design mechanics of a couple... Like, the the vampire, for example, has that in in the writer in it, where it's like, hey, if you make the save, you're immune to this for 24 hours just to stop. Right, and right. that's not even a shutdown ability to where you lose your action. That was just a debuff or something. Yeah. But I can see why that's there, just to prevent that from happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say it's fun discovering what all of Fredigo's new abilities are. That, that yeah. Because she has got a bunch of new I don't, tools. I was going to say, I don't, because we've seen this stat block before. This is the high, higher-powered one. She but I think it was during it, right? the Kruthic boss fight. And oh. I don't think there were opportunities to... This is the first time I've really had the opportunity to actually use this. Correct. And against the party specifically, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Chris, you're right. I think it's the first time we've actually seen her be able to, and not only that, but like not get shut down immediately, but like go several rounds and like, yeah, Yeah. teleport around and use use all all of her her abilities. I assume it's all her abilities. I don't know if you've been holding back on it. Haven't used them all yet. We're not going to let you do the rest of them. (laughs) Chris, you don't understand how many hit points I have left. I mean, we've you established- all can take a turn and do your one little attack against me, and I can tell you right so now, this, this adding where- it all together, it's not going to be enough. But this is where the other part of like, like we we're talking about earlier, where PvP kind of falls apart because yeah. we've got a full minute to like bind you up and. Well, we've seen she can teleport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I guess that's true. You can bind me up all you want. I'm that's just why I was. Right I was it. trying to think like what, like literally, because I was like, all right, Leoman's tiny help was my idea, but I think you're right. You can't actually trap people in there. I was like, what can you do? And you don't have time to cast Leoman's tiny help. That's like a no, ten minute. No, that's cast. very true too. Yeah. yeah, you can't use it in combat. You'd have to have like a. I think there's like a force cage or some insane ability that's like no magic or, or like anti magic or some. I don't know yeah. what you'd use, but I don't think you guys have any tools. Or, yeah, the bag of holding we're trying to come up with, like, I don't even know how that works, but... (laughs) Mm -hmm. I thought, for sure... So, Raymond, to bring you into this, I really liked your idea of unleashing the flame skulls, because I I definitely want to see that happen as much as anybody else wants to see that happen, because I don't know how the (laughs) fuck that's going to work out. So I was disappointed when you came in and didn't do it in this situation, because I was picturing, boy, here's how you end this fight right now. You dump... Whenever, instead of picking up your weapons, you run up here and just dump those flame skulls on the board. I slam down the table and say, yes, four fireballs are just erupting in the middle of this room. And we'll just see where the, we'll just see where the chips (laughs) fall at that point. It solves one problem, but introduces four more. It it, it introduces a new problem, but they only have the, we know they only have the one fireball, but it's, it's just, I mean, you get to cast fireball four times. Like, that's the best thing you can do. Now, granted, you have to deal with the frame skulls, because it it does create a new problem. Yeah, these flame skulls are not ours to command. No, they are not. They are not. You could assume, and I would probably have to go through the motion of actually, I don't know how I would do that. I feel like our intention, or or Reese's intention at the time, was always like, 
like we open a door and throw the bag. Yeah, in there and no, that the makes door. sense. Like, and not like, like in the middle of the fight that we're all around. Yeah, I got that. I just I thought with the vampire, I felt yeah. like yeah. um Wee was aggravated enough. This vampire yeah. keeps targeting him. <laughs> Which I bet you I didn't him. mean to do that, but it, he's always alone. And so he's going to release these flame skulls just to get rid of it, you know? Yeah. But then when he comes down to the fight, it's like, well, okay, you know, Celeste is right there. And that's people over there. And there's just a wraith who hasn't really aggravated him too much. It's like, well, the plan changed a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I, I just got excited, I guess, about like, oh, we're going to see flame skulls. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I know. It was good at that time, but uh, yeah, plans change, you know? And that, and, I mean, and that is about a better most dire moment. When, it, when it's, it's the, the releasing the, the 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 more powerful animal into the to get rid of the other animal. Yeah, exactly. It's like now we got to deal with the other animal. <laughs> yeah, we might still do it with the fray to go. I'm telling you, throw her down the hole, throw the flame schools down the hole, and see what happens. I mean, yeah, you don't even know what's down that hole. No, we don't. We it's it's better than <laughs> it's better than her waking up right here with us. It's probably it might be. <laughs> yeah. Just putting distance between. We'll tell you, you that if Frey was in her normal size, she would fit in the bag of holding. Yeah. Anything shorter than four feet can fit inside. Yeah, of I, I'm not was, against the reduced the other... bag of holding combo. We were just trying to figure out right. the logistics of it and how that would work. And I'm willing to work with you all to see. Yeah. It says it's a willing creature, but she is unconscious, and so the question is: Does it automatically uh, happen because she's unconscious? Yeah. And is she? I guess I I need to look up more of the bag of holding. Are they all in like stasis, or are they just in another plane? So like the flame skulls are are still active and existing in there. So if she popped in there, the flame skulls they would just be a fight in the bag of holding. I, mean, I don't know. I, I, that I don't know. Yeah. Well, like... The problem is the how you need to take into consideration the size of the flame skulls. So if the three flame skulls equals sixty four cubic feet, which is only four feet by four feet by four feet. Then Frey will not fit. You cannot they're each fit the size of a human inside. skull. I don't know. <laughs> they're they're considered tiny mechanically. Yeah. So they would probably but, be like one foot by one foot by so one I foot. Like, I feel like this is where the mechanics are bumping up against the fantasy because yeah. the fantasy is there's an infinite amount of space inside the the bag. Yeah, I, I didn't even know there was a, a limit on it, honestly. But if you can only put four by four by four, you might as well just have a four foot bag. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, the inside of it is magically larger than what the bag itself yeah. appears. It's like a pocket dimension inside yeah. the bag. From what I've been reading online, that the it has like a two foot diameter when it's fully open. So that's why you could go like this onto something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's very clear. It's like if anything would be larger than four feet by four feet by four feet. You can't stuff it in there. There's just no space. Right. So with yeah. the flaming skulls inside, you would not be able to put Frey inside as well, too. If Frey is reduced? Mm-hmm. Because it's just too much volume. So I'd rather deal with the flame skulls than Frey to go. <laughs> <laughs> the flame skulls, you know, at least burn out if they do their big thing. I would have ten minutes of air inside there, too, by the way. Boy. It's a while. Yeah. 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 Although... Well, a minute of that, you'd be unconscious. So I'd have nine minutes of air. <laughs> <laughs> to figure something out. Yeah. Or yeah. You, it, well, so if, if you can fit her in the bag, you could throw the bag in somewhere and that would give you more time, I guess. I don't know. Or just... Maybe we just find a, a section of cave. And and put her in there and just throw the flame skulls inside of that section of cave. I just hope they fight each other. Into... <laughs> and just run like hell. The hole. Just dump them down the hole. 
The, I don't know if all I problems mean, go down the hole. <laughs> it could be a village of people down there. Mm-hmm. You just threw a Wendigo at them. Flame skulls. You know. And and the flame skulls, yeah. A Wendigo and some flame skulls, yes. Yeah, that's that's totally an option. Um, the holes are there. If we do that, we still need to bind her up before we do that. Well, I'm the one's going to shoot this Missy step out. Yeah, I don't know how much time we, Although, although, you did argue with me a, a while back about Missy stepping out of handcuffs. But we but looked that said, up and said that you can do it. Yeah, we did. Is that how that, that ended? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you did. Right, we, we did look that up, and, and, you're, and you were like, wait, don't you just Missy step with the handcuffs? But no, you can actually... I, I don't forget what the ruling was if you could just choose what to come with you or not yeah, or how that worked, what, what, but right, okay. you can you can get out of it. I can't miss steps coming back to bite me. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we know we can't hold her with anything really for any yeah. for any extended period of time. For like a, a, a second we can, but then she'll just zap out of it. Yep. Flame skull seemed like a good option. <laughs> I'd really like to watch what the Wendigo fight a flame skull. Flame <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they would. I don't know. It'd be crazy. Maybe if we show our kindness, she'll transform back. That's certainly that's not worked yet, good. but. Yeah. I say, okay. I, I say next session, what we do is we. Have we leave Freddy go where she's at? We all back up whatever the radius of a fireball is. <laughs> give the bag to the skeleton, but have the skeleton walk up to the Freddy <laughs> and just open the bag. <laughs> all the all the fireballs happen away from us, and that fight we can just watch that fight happen. And you know, if if she destroys a bunch of flame skulls we can finish her off afterwards yeah and it does say if you're unconscious at least for the first one you automatically fail deck saves that first fireball yeah yeah doing full blast yeah that's fine that's fine <laughs> yeah i mean that, that's assuming Eric i will right. say this it would be pretty embarrassing to have a tpk with a bag full of flame skulls that would be pretty right? embarrassing. Our own bag full of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to die and look at your inventory and go, ah, well. Oh, I had. Yeah, why am I holding on to this if I literally yeah, going to die? A, I had a nuke in my backpack. I had a nuke in my I backpack. I not use the nuke. Yeah. Yeah, probably a good, because, yeah, putting somebody unconscious lets you do, like, these quick plans, basically. Yep. Yeah, that's my vote. We, 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 we back out of there, and we don't, nobody has... Mechan, unfortunately. Mechan I like that you use the skeleton, though. The skeleton can totally use do it. Skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my vote. Yeah, but just and empty I, the bag. And... But so, okay. Here's the, here's the like, out of fun, like, bummer, Chris, mechanical problem with that. Then four of us are watching Heather play against you for... I did think about 30 that. 30 minutes? No, like, it's, I don't oh, think it's... no. Oh, no, 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 no. You think I'm going to sit there and just fight three flame skulls as afraid to go, knowing that the rest of you are around a corner? <laughs> well, then now that becomes a bad idea. <laughs> if she's just going to teleport out of there, why would we do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I will I will give you this. It's actually a pretty smart idea because it's going to take out a lot of my hit points. That's true. Four fireballs before you're able to do it. Right now, else. I have barely taken 
any damage. Yeah. So at the very least, it's, it's four fireballs of damage. Yeah. And exactly. Then, and then you teleport and fight the it, 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 it honestly would give you guys a fighting chance. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe if we can see it happening, we could also be pelting her from a distance while she's getting. I do. You, do you really want to be in line of sight of her? Well, from what Heather's saying, it doesn't matter. She's literally just going to teleport to us anyway. <laughs> We're not there anymore. Her teleport doesn't. <laughs> if it misty step is not have that long of a range though. That's true. Yeah, it's, 30, it's only thirty feet. Yeah. But 30 feet. if I can find figure out where y'all are. Those flame skulls are going to come for y'all, too. Yeah. Nah, we're going to... We jump down the hole instead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please run deeper into the dungeon. <laughs> You're lucky this other room didn't have fucking monsters in it. Although, when, are, you ran, yeah. when you ran in one direction, you got to... The vampire got to fuck with you, so... Although, I would say putting Frey to go inside the bag of holding would be really interesting. Because she would attempt to escape. With her nine minutes of air that she has, and she would claw. Yeah. We have to come up with holding. mechanics for all this. <laughs> yeah, we have to come up with mechanics for I, all it, of that. I, it, had, no, it has to happen. Already, before. there's already mechanics for it. That's why I've just been reading about it. Because if you break the bag of holding from the inside, like what Raymond was saying earlier, you just go poof into the astral plane. What is up with us tonight? We're just down this rabbit hole of having to like parse out mechanics. Because we <laughs> situation. Yes. This is a hundred percent Eric's fault. <laughs> he put us in this situation by having me go feral. Yeah, yeah. It Introduce is a hundred percent his fault. We've got a lot of PvP. Like half feral, so it's more manageable. But now she's full feral. Mm -hmm. She's full feral. <laughs> she, she's we got need, those rabies, man. We need a those we need a functioning. Right now. We need a functioning feral holic. Not the full blown. <laughs> That's right. I mean, because I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. Like mechanically, Frey would attempt to try to escape, and if you can't tell where the opening is because you're inside of a just a act bag like a trapped thing. animal, like yeah, my rat in the grill problem, just shaking that thing around. So I mean, then yeah, it's very clearly says that like if you damage the inside of the bag, you don't even have to tear through it. If you damage it like enough, it just it. The bag well, of holding becomes non-existent anymore, and it, it just scatters into, into the, the astral, astral plane. plane. Yeah, which then Frey's gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> Frey's gone to the astral plane. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, Chris, Chris, Chris and I was probably insist on this. Because now, if that happens, we watch Eric freak the fuck out on camera about how the hell he has to figure <laughs> out how to get me off the astral plane. Come on. Work with me here on this. Yeah. This would be greatness. Yeah. Right. We would just watch his whole face drain of color yeah. as, as I, he tries to figure out on the what, fly. What do I do now? What do I do now? After I nonchalantly gave you all a bag of holding, thinking, oh, this is the usual thing the party gets. Yep. Mm -hmm. There'll be nothing. Like, just imagine the hilarity that would ensue. <laughs> you want that rule of pool? I was not planning for that. Yep. <laughs> just the epilogue sequence is Frey just spinning Frey in space. Spinning. Well, would it even be Frey? Because would she take enough damage to go out of Frey to go form? Would it just be a like a snarling I Wendigo know. creature floating through space? She's just constantly an angry Wendigo just floating in space. It's so what, yeah. it's what Frey would have wanted. Until <laughs> she hits a sun. All right, anything I else think, about... I think... Good. 
Yeah, uh, I, I'm still just theory crafting what we're gonna do next. Yeah, time. no, it's it's a lot of crazy. I, I, I Which, think our best bet is, is that a good thing that I created this situation because I, I feel like there was it gets tricky with that? PvP well, I, stuff. It's hard yeah. to say at, at this moment. <laughs> I did see a lot of cool tactics being employed, and it, yeah. the fight did take a while, but uh, it had some cool moments and things happening at least. No, it just yeah, feels for sure. It almost feels like I'm the. Uh, planner of like a trip and because we spent so long at this one destination of having to like cross off things even though we can still do things but yeah you know we 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 did like one room three weeks ago and now we've we're still in the same fight like three weeks later (laughs) like oh god we're moving at a glacial pace all of a sudden yep I mean, you keep throwing shit at us like every keep, five throwing, feet. I, That's the thing. Yeah. Well, that and I do think I do think PvP just slows everything down. Yeah. Uh, like uh, quite a bit because it, it just becomes more granular. Yeah. Whereas w- PvDM, it becomes like oh, the DM just makes the ruling. We move on. You, you know. You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's less like figuring things out. This was noticeably harder because obviously you lost a party member. Yes. So it's just we lost we lost one of our highest damage one of your highest damage members. dealer party members. Yeah, and like I said, it started off with a fierce spell. Like, yeah, it was. Just... Y'all need to put Frey in the bag. That's <laughs> but honestly, didn't we just argue we couldn't you couldn't fit in the bag? I thought. Well, you have to get rid of this flame skull. So dump the flame skulls down the hole. Great, <laughs> and then and you could probably leave one flame skull in there. But yeah, like. I I I want to I want to damage the inside of this bag. God. And go into the astral plane. I am yes. not prepared for this at all. <laughs> I know that's why I want to do it. I've got a question though. Is the astral plane different from the ethereal plane? Yes. Uh, I right. yeah. guess so. Yeah. They're called different things. I don't have a spell, but the artificer can learn a spell that puts me into the ethereal plane. Uh, so, uh, but. Uh, I, that think, I think they're different things. Is there I, anything I that lets you even like the do the astral? Space and yeah. The ethereal plane is like you become a ghost, kind of like a mm-hmm. intangible ghost. The astral plane is very physical. It's physical objects can, can be their solid objects. Ethereal is very much like Chris was saying. Like you become like an angel type thing or a ghost. I'm going to look up shit again. My goodness. Yep. More, yeah. more looking up mechanics. This you be like, become like... more of like a mist. In the ethereal plane. The astral plane is the realm of thought and dream, where visitors travel as disembodied souls to reach the outer planes. It is a great silvery sea, swirling wisps of white and gray streaking among motes of light like distant stars. Most of the astral sea is a vast, empty expanse. Visitors occasionally stumble upon the petrified corpse of a dead god, or other chunks of rock drifting forever in the silvery void. Oh, there's something called the ether cyclone that connects the ethereal plane to the astral plane. Go on. <laughs> so maybe we'll all sounds... travel to the ethereal plane to go look for Frank in the astral plane. Let's, let's make you know what? This is how... a whole new campaign. All right, Spelljammer campaign right? <laughs> next up. You heard it here first. The quest, the quest for the quest Frey. For Frey. <laughs> Your Spelljammer ship is just called the Frey to go. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, It's the astral projection spell involves projecting one's consciousness there. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you can survive there also. A character's it's death, like... either in the astral plane or on the destination plane, causes no actual harm. 
only the severing of a character's silver cord while on the astral plane or the death of his or her helpless physical body on the material plane can result in the character's true death. Oh. And see, if y'all put Does me in the mean... bag, then my physical body is on the astral plane, so therefore I can't actually die. <laughs> I become like a god. I'm no, so no, confused I about all like of that's this. Contradict that's contradicting the air rules for the bag I'm holding, because the air rules very specifically say you can. In oh, fact, it says a character travels so... bodily to the astral plane by means of the plane shift spell or the other rare portals he's directly or has no silver cord. So plane shift oh. is the one you want. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. So you need to have a. Where to go in space? <laughs> God that's, damn it! That's a movie I'd like to see. Where have we that's... gone? Plane shift is only a seventh level spell. Yeah. Good lord. Yes, but blink is only a second level spell. Is that the one that lets you go into the ethereal? Uh, yeah. Roll a d20 at the end of each of your turns. On a roll of 11 or higher, you vanish from your current plane of existence and appear in the ethereal plane. At the start of your next turn, when the spell ends, if you're in ethereal plane, you return an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see. So you just blink back and forth. You just gotta spend those plane. 10 seconds finding the cyclone that takes you to the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's insanity. I don't know. I, that, yeah, this sounds like... That's, I, that's I, the I, part of the book where it says, this is outside the scope of this campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I, think you were, I think you get a new character sheet at that point, and we, we find Frey sometime as a changed person, having been in the astral plane. She has great stories of her adventures in the astral plane. Yeah, you'll find her on her Spelljammer campaign. Uh, anything else about this absolutely insane session that might get just more crazy? More crazy? I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, I guess. Delve into what can and can't a bag of holding do. All right. Uh, I think that will do it for this week's Frostside Chat. Thank you to Chris, Raymond, and Heather. I'm Eric, and we will see you all next week. Frey in the bag. Put Frey in the bag. Put Frey in the bag. <laughs> We don't want to send Frey to the astral plane. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I want to watch him panic. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to watch him panic. <laughs>